Hi friends, I'm Jaya Picks, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Creatives Podcast. If you're new to it, it's where I talk to the world's top sports creatives to unlock actionable tips and tricks to recognizing your dreams, upgrading your career, and working on projects that inspire you. My guest on this episode is Zach Schwartz, Director of Creative Media and Post-Production for the Ohio State Football Program. He is one of the most accomplished storytellers in the sports creatives game. And if you're sitting there thinking, I'm not a videographer, not sure if I want to listen to this episode, let me tell you something. The wisdom that Zach unpacks in this episode is for everyone. The focus of his work transcends skill set, generation, brand, and purpose. He's been part of some of the most electrifying football games in the last five years. Overall, I love this episode, and know you will too. So let's get into it. Hey, Zach, welcome to the Sports Creative Show. Hey, happy to be here. Man, I tell you what, I'm so excited to have you on the show. You know, you and I have been talking back and forth for a little bit of time, and I'm just really, you know, excited and also appreciative of you making time to schedule to kind of sit down and talk about all the things going on in our world. Hey, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's been fun to watch this uh, this industry grow and change as much as it has. So anytime anybody wants to uh, talk about what we do, for a living, I'm always happy to help. Yeah, no doubt. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I've been tracking your your work and your career, and you've really made an art form and making yourself invaluable. You're involved with so many aspects of the Ohio State football program. How do you self-identify? Because, you know, we live in a world where we all carry a lot of hyphens. So if you're at a party and someone says, what do you do? How do you describe yourself? Well, first of all, I, I really try not to uh, identify myself by my work necessarily uh, if I'm at a party, so to speak. Um, but as far as what I do on a professional level, I've really um, tried hard not to um, dig myself into a niche of being one thing. I know you you and I have talked in the past about um, the, all the different aspects of what we do um, in this field these days. Um, and early on, it was uh, advice that was given to me. Uh, to not, you know, not dig yourself into a hole, to keep yourself open to a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, in college, I was not a, um, I was, I was a print journalism major in college, uh, never picked up a camera. Um, and then when I went to the University of Arkansas for grad school, that's where I, you know, kind of learned on the job. And uh, it was, it was kind of there. And, you know, even right before that in college, where people told me, you know, don't, don't dig yourself into that hole. So I, I don't like to consider myself a social media guy or a video guy or a, a motivational video creator or any of that. Um, I just, uh, I just like to look at myself as a, as a creator, a motivator, a storyteller. Um, that's our primary job. Um, but it changes every day. It really depends on, you know, who, who's your target audience and what are you trying to accomplish by each, each piece you create. Um, and the more I've, you know, grown in this industry and, gotten to meet more and more people. Um, it's been fun for me to get to get to work with a variety of different individuals, see what they want, you know, my skill set to provide them and then just, and then just roll with the punches. Um, but I don't, I don't like to identify myself by a specific job title necessarily. Um, uh, as much as I would like to say that, you know, I am somebody that, um, that likes to create, 
and work with people that want to get a job accomplished that may not be as creative, work with them to find a way to tell their story. I love it. Especially like you said, in the world where things are changing and developing and evolving so very much, um, which leads to my next question. While you were at Arkansas, you went from being producer, editor to production manager for web and special projects to finally being named senior production manager for video board and digital content. Uh, was there someone specific that you were working with that pushed you to the point where this Ohio State job came up and they recommended you, or is it a job that you just applied for? Um, well, my you know my career, I, I I really like to look look at it as you know it's um, I've put in some work and and obviously um, have learned some things over the years, but I have been just extremely lucky to have people in my life that have come in and given me opportunities. And, um, when I was, you know, graduating from Ohio university, I didn't necessarily, um, have a specific plan for what I wanted to do. And, uh, it just so happened that, um, through a connection, uh, Jeff Long, uh, who was the athletic director at the university of Arkansas at the time, uh, had a connection with him and he, he gave me an opportunity. Um, they were going through, a um, kind of a transitional time and had a graduate assistantship position open in what they called new media at the time, which has obviously evolved since then. Right. Um, and, it, you know, really, I was given an opportunity to, to take this grad assistantship and just kind of, you know, we were in a transitional period as a whole organization. So I was given an opportunity to kind of make this position what I wanted and to learn what I wanted out of it. And I learned really quickly that when you're in that type of environment, you're not necessarily going to get you know, a job description and say, this is what you're supposed to do today. It's up to you to be creative and find ways to do that. And so that's, that's really what I credit what I've been able to do so far in my short career uh, is to work with um, people like Jeff Long, uh, Chris Freet, who was the uh, senior associate athletic director for external at the university of Arkansas, um, Michelle Glover, who ran razor vision Productions and our um, broadcast services department there and as we continue to grow at Arkansas, um, many people were, including myself, were just were, were given opportunities to continue to do that, to continue to build and look um, look at it not like a job description where you're again niched into one thing, but to make it your own. Um, and so when it came when it came to Ohio State, um, I'm from Columbus. Um, I was down at Arkansas for about six years, um, and and absolutely loved my time down there. Loved every you know, every second down there. Loved the people I worked with. Um, but this was an opportunity for me to come home uh, to work for a program that, you know, one I grew up a fan of, um, but also that I knew really well, and felt that I would have a really you know first of all I would have a really deep passion for, um, and so the people that I worked with, uh, the individuals that I mentioned earlier. Um, once I had heard about this job at Ohio state, uh, a friend had reached out to me and kind of pointed me in the right direction and said, Hey, this is opening. I reached out to some folks in Columbus, uh, that I knew, and they reached out to, to the people that they knew. Um, and, you know, pretty soon after that, I was uh, just given an opportunity to talk to our director of ops and our director of player personnel and just kind of talk about what they were looking for. And it just so happened. You know, Coach Meyer always trying to be innovative. Uh, they had seen some other programs across the country start to do some unique things on the creative media front. 
and they wanted somebody in house. And, uh, so it was really just right place, right time. Um, but again, you know, it was, it was what I've learned from, from those people that gave me opportunities in the past that made me want to take this, to take this opportunity. And again, you know, once I got here, it was, it was the same old thing. It was, you know, we, we have an idea for what we want this position to be, but it's up to you to create it, uh, to be, you know, be the best in the country. That's what I was told at the beginning, be the best at the country, what you do, help us help the coaches, help the players. And, uh, you know, really it's, it's, it's been the opportunities that have been given to me that have let me get to this point. You know, listening to you talk in our conversations, uh, you know, that we've had, and just what you're saying now, timing is definitely everything. But you were prepared for that opportunity. Many creatives sometimes look past networking and developing outside of, you know, their current sphere of influence. How important do you feel like, you know, having a network ready to go? Uh, how important is that for creatives? I mean, just like any industry, it's uh, it's extremely important. And, and I do agree. I think a lot of creatives they rightfully love what they do um, and they get so sucked into their own world because they, they love to be creative and they love to tell their own story and have their own voice and put their, put their work out there for the world to see. Um, But sometimes, you know, that, that can be a negative. If you, if all you do is create um, that's, you know, that's really good for your work, but where are you going to go next? You have to, you have to look at the big picture um, and again, that's what I was taught early on and something that I've tried to do and something that the people I work with try to do. And especially working in football, specifically in football, you work with so many different kinds of, of people. You work with other athletic department members. You obviously work with coaches. You obviously work with players. Um, but at the same time, you know, in football, we um, we have a program called Real Life Wednesdays where we are uh, constantly getting our players in touch with um, people in the real world, in the corporate world, uh, police, police officers, fire department. And so by our very nature, we are exposed to so many different industries and we're teaching everybody how to network that there are opportunities built into our world like that where you can actually look at it as networking. Um, I went to the NFL draft. And, you know, I sent some of my people to the NFL combine. While you're there, you're working with other creatives that are doing the exact same thing. And when I first started, you know, I was so busy, you know, you, you have these, you know, creatives and, you know, me included, you, you get into these atmospheres and you have so many ideas that you want to execute and you're trying to get your malt box set up for, uh, for audio. And you're trying to get your tripod set up and trying to look at the schedule about where you need to be and trying to figure out how you're, how you're going to edit and shoot, uh, that you can forget that there are people there that, that you're going to meet down the line again, and that can help you in your career down the line. So, you know, that's, that's advice that, that I might give to people that I never really thought about at the beginning was when you travel, when you are, um, you know, in the midst of anybody that does a similar job as you do, don't just get caught up in in creating, don't, don't get caught up in just that one 30 second piece that you're going to put out that day. You know, you can sit there and you can be proud of it, you know, put, put every ounce of effort you have into everything you do, but also take a second to look at the guy that's doing the same thing next to you, introduce yourself. And you never know where that guy, you know, might, might come down the line and help you get a job or even just remain a great contact in the future. 
No, I love it. I think those are some really great and powerful tips to to really taking your your career to the next level. Um, it, you know, and that kind of brings me to my next point. You you alluded to it earlier, the environment that you're in. Um, you know, what makes great leaders like Urban Meyer or Gene Smith successful uh, is their ability to come up with an idea and implement that idea. And sometimes implementing those ideas involves, you know, coming uh, coming to the Zacks of the world and saying, hey, can we do this? I have a guy coming in. Can you make this happen? In that kind of situation, you know, where you have your own strategy you're executing, you know, your own plan that you're executing, maybe the last idea they had, how do you handle all the last minute requests and at same time sticking to the overall strategy, but you still have to do the things that they want? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it it's really just preparation. That's all it is. And um, that, that's the thing about the creative world is everybody has an idea um, and, I, and an identity that, that you want to get out there. Um, but when you're working for um, whether it's athletics or the corporate world, you know, there is a brand guideline that you have to follow. There's an expectation of what, um, what things look like, what the content holds, and you have to maintain those standards. Um, and that's a fight that everybody in this world is aware of. You know, there, there are times where you have to, you have to sacrifice certain elements of something for time. That's, that's the way of this world. You know, if we had unlimited time, just think of what would be able to be put out there, but that's just not the case all the time. And so it's about not just preparation, but it's prioritizing as well. Um, You know, every, every day I have a to-do list and almost every day, especially during the season, you know, three or four things are going to come up that push certain elements of those to-do lists down the line. Um, Whereas, you know, there may be a video that I'm working on that I'm really passionate about a story that I really want to tell, but a coach comes in and, and wants something you know, later that day or later that week. And you got to be, you got to be strong enough to say, okay, you know, what's the priority here? And usually, you know, in the world we live in, the coaches are going to win out because at the end of the day, it's about making our student athletes successful. That's what we're trying to do. Um, In my world, that's something that, that creatives have to learn is, you know, it is about the student athletes being the best that they can be. And that is the reason why we exist in our department is to help, is to help coaches. And so, you know, there are certain things that that we love to do more than others, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't necessarily look at my job as I'm here to be creative. It's I'm here to help the student athletes and the coaches be successful through creativity. So when they come with those requests, it's about prioritizing, okay, I might, you know, be really into this project I'm working on right now. But I have to put that aside right now because this is more important um, to the to the well-being and the and the success of our student athletes and our coaches. I don't think you could have led up to my next question any better. Um, you know, having said that, you've uh, you've been self-taught. You know, you described you know a lot of things that you learned. You learned on your own. How has that proven to be a benefit to you at your time in Arkansas while you were working there and now working for Urban Meyer at Ohio State? Um, well, I, I think a lot of people in our industry, especially as we, as I continue to, to grow and look, I think a lot of people have um, been self-taught. Um, a lot of people have obviously gone through, um, you know, formal schooling or formal classes or seminars to learn. But, you know, I, I think the majority of us, the vast majority of us 
have gotten on YouTube and seen something they like on a commercial or a, a movie or uh, just had an idea and got on YouTube and watched the tutorial. I think that's more and more common because um, just those resources are out there for free, whereas, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, they weren't. Um, so it always amazes me for when we bring in students, the amount of information that they know without having gone through any schooling. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's a huge, it's been a huge benefit for me because it's kind of just forced me to, to learn on the fly. And, and it's really, it's, it's forced me to push myself to learn more. You know, everyone in my department is self-taught as well. And it's forced everybody to kind of continue to develop their skill sets. I look over to my left and Jacob Brown, you know, one of my assistants is constantly watching tutorials and taking clips from the season and putting them together and, you know, not working on any project specifically, but just taking a tutorial and trying to learn how to use an effect or, um, or just a small, small part of After Effects or Photoshop so that when it does come time to, you know, obviously work on a project, he's got that in his, in his toolbox. It's again, looking at my job title as, you know, I'm here to help the people that really matter in this program. And that's, and that's the players, you know, and the coaches who coach them on a daily basis. Um, so that keeps you motivated to always learn more. And when I first started, what I wanted to learn was, you know, a new effect in after effects, um, or a way to make things go faster in, in Adobe premiere. But now what I'm trying to learn is, you know, what we're around these, these players all the time, what makes them tick, you know, what are the coaches having to deal with on a daily basis? Um, how can I, use you know what i create to actually help in some small or large way influence what's happening on the football field i really love it you're talking about solving problems using creativity um you know one of the things you know now zach that we're talking sounds to me like you're trying your best with what you've done to not allow yourself to be for lack of a better word pigeonholed to video so instead of being a niche guy You've created a bunch of different niches. You've actually created, you know, different experiences and a whole bunch of different areas that have brought value to you and the organizations that you've worked for. Can you give us some examples of the things that you've done at Arkansas and now at Ohio State that you feel like have brought value and then give us your thoughts on those who are listening, the person who might be the social media person that you talked about or might be the photographer? Give us your thoughts on why adding value is important to any creative in the athletic space. In athletics, it's extremely important to not be pigeonholed and to provide value. That's what everybody is there for in an athletic department um, or in any extremely competitive environment. There are a lot of people, as we all know, that want to be in this industry. You know, we were all told that growing up or when we went to college. You know, sports is 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 where people want to be and you know, it, it kind of became cliche after a while, but it is, you know, there are a lot of people that want to be in this industry. And so the reason that we're here is to provide some value and that's not just creatives, that's everybody. Um, and, you know, I've been, in, I've been fortunate to be in two different athletic departments where I felt very valued um, from the start and felt very empowered. Um, but I know that's not the case for everybody. So, you know, you may, it, I know a lot of people that have gotten, you know, gotten into situations where they just feel like they can't move up or they're not being appreciated. Um, 
but there's always a way to motivate yourself or find a different way to, to add value. And, you know, for me, one of the, you know, and this can't always happen, but one of the things that I've always tried to do is just try to say yes, as much as, as much as physically possible. Um, you know, part of being a creative is you're the person that gets to execute the creative ideas of non-creatives. If that makes sense, you know, you're the, you're the executor of what the marketing department wants, what the coaches want for recruiting, um, what um, sponsors want. Right. You're the executor because that's your skill set, and that can get frustrating after a while because you're responding to requests all the time. Um, but in my opinion, it gives you it's it gives you an opportunity to work with a variety of different people. And the more you can say yes and take on opportunities as much as physically possible, um, that helps you not get pigeonholed because, you know, you may be the best video editor. Um, you may be really, really, really good at color correcting or sound design or um, what, you know, what have you. But can you make relationships with everyone else in the athletic department so that when somebody needs something done, you're the one they're going to call? And that's tough sometimes for anybody. Um, but at the end of the day, what that does is, you know, you, you one can create a reputation for being somebody that can solve problems and not, and, and eventually people don't look at you just as that video guy that helps me make something every once in a while, you know, they look at you, um, as someone that can help and add value. That's the definition of adding value. Um, and that's tough sometimes because I think a lot of creatives are so, you know, the reason they got into it is because they love um, what they do and they love creating. And I, and I do too, um, very much. But also what I've learned to really enjoy is, is um, reaching out to people outside of just that creative department and seeing how I can add value to what they're doing, one. And two, understand where they're coming from. Um, because the more you can understand where they're coming from, um, that one creates opportunities for you, you know, should one day this creative thing isn't, isn't what you want. Right. Or if it is really what you want, you're at least opening up that network and learning different skill sets to not be pigeonholed into one. I love it. Say yes to new opportunities. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, I've been looking forward to our conversation. And, and like I said, I've, I've been uh, tracking and following you. So what you're doing at Ohio State and, and really appreciate you taking some time to share some knowledge and, and help out, you know, our listeners. So thanks so very much. I got to have you back on, though, because I feel like there's more that we could talk. We could talk for another two hours. <laughs> Absolutely. I, like I said at the beginning, I love um, talking about what we do. Uh, I've learned to be passionate about it, and uh, um, I would absolutely love to talk more. All right. Thanks again, and uh, good luck with the rest of your season. Absolutely. You too. All right. That brings us to the end of another episode. I want to thank Zach Schwartz for taking his time to share his knowledge. And I also want to extend a big thank you to you for listening to the podcast. I'm looking forward to the next episode, and I hope you join me next time. 